Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. Maybe like bitty ball ages. I'm talking like you were little. I'm going to start off a little, with a little story. So I don't know about you, but I'm a pretty competitive person. I don't know if you saw me at Team Comps yesterday, but I am a pretty competitive person. So when I was little, I did a kid's version of cross country, and I cannot stand running now, but back then I'd like to think I was kind of a beast. So I had a race one day, and it was probably one of the hottest days of the year. And on this day, I was probably, be, probably being super dramatic, but I did not want to run, but I obviously wasn't going to forfeit because I wasn't going to lose. You know, so they say go, and I'm running, and I get going, and you know, they tell you to start off with a pace. But in my, my little mind, I'm thinking if all these kids are in front of me and I'm starting, I'm, I'm not winning. And so I run and I start to feel like I'm going to pass out because I'm just trucking it. And I say that because luckily I did not pass out that day. And sadly, I did not make first place. I think I got like top 10. But that day I learned a valuable lesson that to overcome a hard race, you have to learn how to make your own pace. And you have to learn the right way to run. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about this morning, about how to run your own race when life is hard sometimes. And when you feel like you can't win, because God loves you so much, and he wants you to win and overcome in life. But you have to take the first steps, and so I'm going to break that down for us this morning. Y'all ready? Okay. So the title this morning is Obsessed with Overcoming. And I'm going to jump right into a scripture, and I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. And it says, You've all been to the stadium and seen the athletes race. Everyone runs, one wins. Run to win. All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You're after the one that's gold eternally. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No lazy living for me. I'm staying alert in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it, then missing out myself. So my first point this morning is run towards God to win. You know, this verse, it just said that everyone runs, and then it said run to win. How do we do that? By running towards God. In other words, I mean to be radically and passionately pursuing God and all that he has for you. To be obsessed with growing your relationship and developing your relationship with God. You know, to understand for yourself that the only way to stay running is to stay pursuing God. And for my Snapchat folks, this might get some of you, but this means I can't be leaving God on red and then expect to have a growing relationship with him. You know, it means I can't do nothing on my part but expect God to do everything on his part. And, you know, if we think about it, you know, he isn't a drive through service. You can't be like, oh, God, today I'm going to order peace with a side of joy. But not once have you truly seeked God and spent time with him. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that because pursuing your relationship with God is first a, por- a personal choice. And then it's followed by a process of inviting God into your daily life and into your race. And so, first, the scripture said that all good athletes train hard. I'm not going to have any kind of push-up competition, but I'm going to show you what our training is going to look like. 
So first, you know, getting into your Bible. It doesn't have to be for a billion hours a day. Maybe you just focus on one scripture. You know, sometimes we overcomplicate it, but just undercomplicate it to what you can do. You know, spend time in prayer. Again, doesn't have to be for a billion hours. Maybe you just start with five minutes or while you're getting ready in the mornings for school or for work. You know, learning to trust in God and everything in your life. Worshiping and thanking God daily, not once a week, not once a month, but daily. You know, and cutting people out of your life if God is telling you to or you know that they're not being a good influence in your life. And actually, intentionally devoting time to God rather than thinking of, of it as a to-do checkoff list. So we're going to have to train hard. The next thing is you're going to have to give it everything you got. Everybody say, give it everything you got. You know, the scripture also said, no lazy living. So I want to ask some of you this morning, what's causing your relationship with God to be lazy? You know, for me personally, I gave TikTok up a year ago, around this time. And I know some of you are super shocked because you couldn't imagine giving up TikTok or any other social media platform. But, you know, I was being lazy because I was spending more time on social media than I was with God. And with that being said, I just want to add, don't let social media be your Bible. Don't let it be the only thing that you're filling yourself with daily. And, you know, to this day, I've never downloaded it back because I have to give this race everything I've got. You know, giving it everything you got also means that you can't give up. You know, no matter what's going on around you, how loud circumstances around you are, you know, what this person said to me, and listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving people the excuse or I'm not excusing people's behavior, but I'm telling you today that you have the choice to give it to God, to forgive people, to let situations go, you know, to do what you need to do, here's the key, with God to keep going. Because, listen to me, because what you are going through matters, but knowing who to go to matters more. And listen, you don't have to run perfect. We are imperfect people. You know, there's going to be bumps and potholes, so to say, but the good thing is, you know, God's just looking for you to be persistent. He's not looking for you to be perfect. So it's persistence over perfection. You know, he wants you to run to him, not from him. And, you know, listen, any movement is better than no movement. So God's just looking for you to do the bare minimum to just start your run. You know, maybe, maybe you're just doing a little jog. That's okay. Maybe you're sprinting. That's okay. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you slipped up a little bit. All that's okay. But now you have a responsibility to recognize you're running to win and that you want a relationship with God and that you want your foundation built on him and not the world. You know, God just wants you to want him. So get obsessed with your relationship with God. You know, make it personal and passionate for you. So number one, run towards God to win. My second point this morning is recognize the do not enter signs. And so for this point, you know, I was driving in my car a couple weeks ago, and I was just having a day. You know, my mind was messy. My thoughts were loud. I just wasn't thinking right. And so I started to go down this trail that I shouldn't have been going down in my mind and in my emotions. And all of a sudden, I see this sign, and all it says is do not enter. It's like it was popping out at me, and immediately I just knew God was saying, hey, Shelby Lynn, do not enter. 
you know, if you keep going this way, you're going to find a dead end. You're going to get stuck in traffic, so just run towards me. You know, I knew that I wasn't thinking, right? But I was inviting my emotions and my feelings into a situation that was bigger than me. And God's just saying, hey, give it to me. You know, so in our minds and in our everyday lives, in everything that we do, in every situation, we're going to have to be on the lookout for those do not enter signs. How? The scripture that we just read said, stay alert. And so this verse I'm about to read is kind of like the do's and don'ts, so to say, of the do not enters. So it's in Proverbs 4, 23 through 27. And it says, so above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellsprings of life. Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. Watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Do not allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. So we're going to have to every day choose to guard our hearts, guard our minds, and guard our mouth. You know, we have to be cautious of, of these signs because God is telling us, we have to be cautious of the signs God is telling us about because every day the devil will offer, offer you a detour. You know, and God won't make you stay running on, on the path that he has for you because that's your choice. You have to choose that for you. So we constantly have to be fixing our focus on God and on his word because the devil and the world, they don't want us to win. So don't allow the devil to distract you by telling you to enter where God is telling you not to. You know, and, and hear me when I say that if you messed up somewhere on your run, if you maybe took a detour, you are not disqualified, you are not finished, and God is not mad at you. And so I'm encouraging you this morning to get back up and run. You know, maybe you hit a dead end, maybe you hit traffic, but now it's time to turn around. And now because of the detour, now you'll know the importance of fixing your focus and keeping your eyes on Jesus. Now you'll better recognize those do not enter signs. And for those of you who think that you have FOMO and think that you're missing out on things and experiences, I promise you, if you keep your eyes on the eternal prize, Jesus, it'll be greater than any earthly thing that you think you're missing out on. So don't be so obsessed with missing out on things and experiences in your life that you miss out on what God is trying to do in your life. And so in order to watch out for these signs, we're going to have to set some standard, standards for ourselves. So we're going to have to get in church, stay in church, and serve in church. You know, within that church, find a core group of people in your life. You know, the Bible says that God says to not do life alone. You need people in your life, you know, to help you run your race and to encourage you. So don't let isolation be a mechanism in your life, you know. And just like, you know, you need people to help you in your life, you should also be seeking to help other people in their race. And lastly, listen to the Holy Spirit and let him guide you. And if you aren't super familiar with that yet and you're just getting started, I just have a question for you to ask yourself. Do I have peace or do I have panic? Because where peace is, is where God is. And so if you're feeling 
nervous and anxious, you know, that's not where God is. So recognize those do not enter signs. And my last point this morning is realize that you are on God's radar. You know, I love this point so much because to run our race and to be obsessed with overcoming the obstacles that we face in life, we have to realize how much God loves us because he's so obsessed with us winning and overcoming in life. And I add this point because I think in our culture we've kind of misused the word love. You know, we overcomplicate it, we misuse it, sometimes we even overuse it, and we make it lack its meaning. But I need you to understand this morning that you are on God's radar, that no matter what happened last year, last week, last night, God loves you. Whether you have people in your life that intentionally tell you that or not, I'm here to tell you this morning that you are on God's radar, that he loves you, he cares for you, he watches out for you, that his love is not something that has to be earned, but it has to be received, that it is unconditional, meaning it is unlimited and freely given. So I tell you this because to run your race, to win and overcome the obstacles, the hurts, the trauma, the anxiety, depression, loneliness, whatever it is, to overcome, really lean in and listen to me right here. You have to take the responsibility of understanding who created you and what he paid for you. I'm going to say that again because I really want you to get, you know, to realize the depth of God's love for you. You have to understand who created you and what he paid for you. And we're going to take a look at Romans 8:35 and then we're going to skip to 37 through 39 to take a look at that. And it says, "Who shall ever separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword?" Then to 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through him who loved us so much that he died for us. For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present and threatening nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other created thing will separate us right here from the unlimited love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Realize that Jesus loved us so much that he gave his life for us. You know, so just because you might not naturally see him or feel him, maybe you're just getting started to build your relationship with him, realize that he's right there with you, right in the middle of whatever you're, that you're going through. Because you are on his radar, but what you go through is on his radar too. How do I know this? I know this because we see him in the Bible in the midst of people's struggles. You know, when the sea couldn't stop Moses, or when the wall couldn't stop Joshua, or a giant couldn't stop David, death couldn't stop Jesus. So don't let the devil stop you from run, running and winning and overcoming as long as you have the common factor of God on your side. You know, don't let your circumstances count you out. Don't let your past push you out of your purpose. Don't let hurt keep you hostage. Don't let mistakes, failure, trauma, fill in the blank, whatever it is, stop you from being obsessed with overcoming because you serve a God who loves you. You serve a God who is for you 
and you won't ever stop, no matter what you do. You know, you serve a God who is the mit- in the midst of every moment with you. And if you truly understand how much God loves you, if you truly understand that, then you'll know to stay running towards him, even when it's hard. Then you'll know that there's no situation too big or too small for God. You'll know how important it is to follow those signs that God is showing you and telling you in your life. Then you'll know that no matter what happens in your life, you serve a God whose love is enough for anything that you face. And so as I close this morning, in a minute, I'm going to invite you guys up here to worship. But I just want to encourage you guys to get obsessed with overcoming things in your life. That might take you removing lies and replacing them in your life with God's love and his truth. You know, so we're going to have to run towards God to win by building your relationship with God, by getting into his word. We're going to have to be cautious of those do not enter signs. Things God's telling you to watch out for on your race. And lastly, by realizing that God loves you so much, that you are on his radar, that he's with you, and that he's for you, and that you can overcome anything with him. And so I'm just going to invite you guys up here to worship this morning. And I really want you to enter in and just receive God's love this morning. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media 